Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Carlos Mencia and welcome to the Laughing and Living Podcast. So I wanted to record, today happens to be Friday, I wanted to record in the past couple days, um, but I waited a little bit because of all the stuff that was happening in France and it's a big deal. It's affecting a lot of people. And so now there's a lot of reaction to what's going on and, uh, you know, people's true colors, not in a bad way or a good way, are really coming out. I mean, now that uh, push comes to shove, we're getting to see how people really feel about what's going on and how we treat refugees and so on and so forth. As we speak, I'm watching the news and there's a mayor uh, that doesn't want any Syrian refugees and he said that uh, basically, look, you know, we did this to the Japanese people and we put them in internment camps during the during that time and maybe that's something that we should do here. Uh, not thinking that, you know, uh, as a country, we apologized to the Japanese Americans that we did this to and I think we paid compensation of 30-something thousand dollars to each of them if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pause this because uh, George Takei, the, he's putting on a play uh, Japanese American internment camp is getting interviewed. I want to see what he says first, and then I'll come right back. All righty. Okay, so I listened uh, to it, and he basically said that when they came up with the apologies, uh, the United States government did. We actually did a commission to see why it is that that happened in the first place, uh, and there were three reasons. One of them was hysteria, the other one was racial prejudice, and the other one was a uh, lack of leadership. Now, I don't know what side you fall on. Personally, I love my freedoms. And if Honduras, the country that I was born in, ever had any problems with the United States or went to war with the United States, and I have said this in my specials, I'm an American, I became an American, I love this country. And it would hurt me to no end to have it questioned, to have me put away or to be treated differently or to be questioned immediately after everything that I've done to and for this country. Um, so I guess it's different for me because I'm an immigrant. And because I'm an immigrant, I guess I understand that this could happen to me at one point, uh, even though... I'm going to get to Honduras in a second because some other stuff happened there that was really interesting and cool. I guess at the end of the day, it's this. As an American, at times like this, are you willing to give up your rights and how much rights are you willing to give up for quote-unquote security? Because at any point in any time, that could happen. And what's going to be you know, the backlash of you know, the majority of kids that have shot up schools are white kids between the ages of this and this. So statistically speaking, because that's the majority, should we not let white kids go to school? He, here's my point. My point is, in order to be in a country like this where you can go anywhere and not be afraid of anything, except for right now, you know, cops with all the stuff that they're doing, um, you have to have freedoms and you have to let people go free. And that's just the way it is. And so you got to ask yourself, what part of your of you are you willing to give up in order to feel that level of comfort? What part of you are you willing to give up in order to say, yes, I feel comfortable? Are you willing to have, um, you know, 
detectors at schools are you willing for the military to be out i mean what do you want and how far do you want to go i don't know that's a personal question for me personally i think that a couple of things a the middle east needs comedy clubs because the one thing they don't have is comedy clubs and a place to vent a place for somebody to be crazy a place for somebody to to tell even the worst and craziest jokes that you know in america of course we're getting to the point where you can't even do that anymore because, oh my God, you said that and it's offensive. You said that and it hurts my feelings. You said that and it. So we're at a place where we want so badly for our lives to be perfect that even when somebody says something that we don't agree with or that we find hurtful, we want that to stop. Everything is racist, everything is oversensitized, and this is pushing on that button. Um, I think that one thing is. I think this is going to be over soon. This is going to be over soon because they picked on France, the nicest country. France is like that kid with autism that nobody picks on in the school. And all of a sudden, this new kid comes in and picks on him. Even the bullies are like, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously, nobody picks on that kid. You're an asshole. And they have America against them. They have all of Europe against them now. They have France, the nicest country, wanting to kick ass. They have uh, let me see. They have Russia wanting to bomb their ass. Even China recently got into it. And, you know, they are now on board with going against. I mean, this thing is going to be over really soon because they're having everybody pick on them. And once that happens, everybody's going to want to bomb them and find them and catch them. There is going to be no refuge for these guys to do this. Um, they are seemingly converting people that are unhappy. And I think a big problem with the world in general, but America even more is that we think that everybody's always supposed to be happy based on their surroundings. I'm going to be happy because nobody says anything offensive. I'm going to be happy because I make a lot of money. I'm going to be happy because I have a great job. And that is not where happiness comes from. Happiness comes from, and to quote, I could quote somebody else, but I'm going to quote Sheryl Crow. It's not about getting what, it's not about getting what you want. It's about wanting what you have. I have been to the poorest countries in the world, and I have seen the happiest people in Honduras, which is one of the poorest countries in the world where I come from. I've gone there and had people open their house to me who have nothing to their name but a pot of coffee. And you know what they did? They offered me some of that pot of coffee, the only thing they had to their name, and the happiest people I've ever met. Happy because they lived, and they lived in their happiness, and happiness was their life, and they worked. And they did what they did and they planted corn and they found a way to live and exist, but they were happy. This is something that we've lost because we think that these material things, and I know that a lot of people you know, can say, well, Carlos, you were one to talk, but you know what? I, I can tell you that I've always been a happy person and I don't look back at my days of being poor as bad days. I love those days because I didn't look at it as being poor. I looked at it as, you know, we lived in the projects and these were my friends. I moved out of the projects and this is what I did. I moved out of those houses and this is what I did. I moved into this house and this is what I did. Um, it, it doesn't matter to me because I try to live in the now. Right now, I'm happy. If if somebody came in here and said, you know, what are you, you are spewing, you are threatening, you are against us and, and blew me up, I wouldn't be bitter. I love that letter that the one French guy basically put on uh, Facebook and, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you're not going to have my hate terrorist. You killed my wife and I'm going to go in there and be with my son and play with my son. And that's never going to change. And I am not 
gonna give you my happiness and, and make my my hate because I'm gonna be happy and my son is gonna be happy or my kid I don't know if you said a daughter or son is gonna be happy and they are not gonna give you their hate I think that that's amazing and impressive because it is difficult to show that side of who you are in the midst of the craziness it's easy you know to boast and I think that for the people that think America has overreacted and all this stuff, even to the other things, you know what? We could have dropped much bigger bombs. And at the end of the day, yeah, mistakes have been made. And yeah, some innocent people have died. That being said, we also have showed utter restraint and put our troops on the line, their lives on the line to go house to house to find somebody that they thought, you know, in Afghanistan or in Iraq. And I've been there. You know, they could have bombed that whole neighborhood and said, yeah, everybody there was this, but 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 they didn't. So I think that this is a very difficult issue. It's, it's, it's a type of warfare that, you know, we've never had to deal with and it's new. How, how do you deal with the fact that, you know, six months ago, according to the reports, this girl was one of the girl terrorists was a happy girl. She was cool. She wasn't crazy. Uh, six months later, she she she's a fundamentalist with a jacket and and blows herself up with explosives i mean this is a this is crazy times that we're talking about like honestly i told my managers and agents that i was going to do a podcast talking about this and they told me why don't you just leave it alone because they're afraid like this goes out to the world they're going to hear it. you're going to get targeted and i'm not against anybody in the world but at the end of the day I do stand for freedoms and not just pursuit of happiness, which is in the preamble of the Constitution, but also freedom of speech. I think it's important. I think comedy clubs in the Middle East where com comedians were like, how many Americans does it take to screw a light bulb? How many? None. I killed them all. Ooh, loo, 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 loo. You know, I, I think that something like that would be healthy because it would release all this tension and anger. I think it's important to have that stuff. Um, I think that titty bars and places to go watch a porn and release that as well. I mean, I think that letting your women dress sexy and I have never, ever gone to a pool party in Vegas and left pissed off wanting to do some crazy shit to any human being. I've gone there and left to jerk off. I've, you know, gone there and, and left to think, man, I wish, I wish, I wish, or, oh my God. So there are things that everybody thinks is happiness and those are the things you want to I, we want to show them and not put in their face but that's part of the reason why everybody wants to come to america because we we are that country that shows all that that has all that freedom um here's the thing i wanted to talk about though that i told america not to worry because for the longest time the border has been brought up as a security issue it's a security issue it's a security issue and i said look i understand all that and we can close the borders if we want i don't care here's the deal though I don't think the Middle Eastern people, well, not just Middle Eastern, but terrorists who are non-Hispanic will ever be let across the border because as soon as that happens, as soon as one person commits a terrorist act and we track that they crossed the Mexican border illegally, that border will be closed. We will militarize it. We will put as many troops as possible, drones, whatever it takes, and boom, it will be done. Nobody will cross that border pretty much ever again. But I said it, and I said this, you know who we you know who we have on our side? People from south of the border that know this, that want that border open so that they can come and get jobs. And 
there's some reports that some three guys or something like that in Honduras, which is five countries removed or four countries removed from our border, they found some dudes that had some fake passports that were actually <clears throat> trying to get to America. And that to me was like, see, I told you, I just want to put it out there because there are times when I say things that are way ahead of time. And in the past, I never wanted to take credit for it. But now I'm like, you know what? Yes, I did say that. I did tell people that if that ever happens, the first people that are going to do it are them. And, and, and it was the country that I was born in, Honduras, which by the way, San Pedro Sula is the murder capital of the world. The murder capital of the world. It's not a nonviolent place. And yet, when they found out that some guys were trying to come here that they thought might be terrorists, they were like, no, 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 no. You, you cannot go over there and do crazy. We can go and take jobs. Be, but you cannot go over there and blow shit up. I think it's awesome that that, that, that happened. I don't know what's going to develop with this. I have no idea what's going to develop with the, uh, with the refugee thing. What I do know is that of the 3 million refugees we've let in in the past, I don't know, 10, 20 years or whatever it is, that I know of, none of them have committed a terrorist act. And the vetting process in the United States for somebody of refugee status to get here is about two to three years. That's how long the process is. So when they say they want to pause it and make it better, uh, I don't know what that means. And so they're going to have to explain it to me because to date, it seems to be perfect unless somebody says anything different. And nobody has done any terrorist acts that I know of. And I think of the refugees from Syria, we've only let in two or three that I know of, not, not very many. And so I think a lot of it is hysteria. I think a lot of people are freaked out. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, we're never going to make a mistake and let somebody wrong in. I mean, we did it uh, for September 11th. It, it's going to happen. We're a country that has millions and millions of tourists come here every single year. It's bound to happen. You're not going to stop it. Here's what you need to understand that the hardest part about terrorism is they only have to get it right one time. They can try and fail, 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 try and fail. I can keep going. And just one time, just one time not fail. And they've succeeded in whatever attack they wanted, whatever terrorist moment they wanted. We have to be perfect in order for it not to happen. We literally have to stop every single person, every single time from doing it in order for everybody to completely happen. Do you believe that when, you know, 100,000, a million, whatever it is, number, people want to commit a harmful act and are willing to die in the process of doing it, are, are not going to be, be able to do it? Um, it it's just going to happen based on the numbers. We cannot be right 100% of the time. And so... I put my frame of mind in the thought of, you know, I hope it doesn't happen. I expect it to. I think we've done a great and amazing job of stopping it up to, de to date. But are we going to be perfect? Um, history shows? No. So I don't know what you guys think, man. I I'm just not afraid to die. I, 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 love, I love being an American and I love our values. And uh, I'd personally rather die being an American then die being a scared little bitch that uh, is so afraid to live life that they forget their values. They forget who they are. I, I stand for the America that troops are willing to die for, that everybody before me was willing to die for, that people are willing to do whatever it takes to get to this country to die for. That That's the part of America that I love. That's the America that I love. I will not abandon it. And yet, whatever decisions my country makes, I, I will support them at the end of the day. 
I, I will argue vehemently against anything I oppose. But you know, if I'm outvoted or I'm on the I'm on the negative side, um, I may say I told you so later on in life. But at this point, I, I will be supportive. I've always performed for the troops. I will always perform for the troops. Even if I disagree with an engagement, even if I don't think we should go to war or we should attack so-and-so for whatever reasons, if our troops are there, I will go there and perform for the troops because my politics are completely different than my love for my country. But that's just me. That's just talking about this stuff. Um, last night, I want to give shout-outs to that audience. I was on stage for two hours and three minutes, and that audience was amazing. Uh, that crowd showroom was packed the audience was stunning uh i loved you guys man i i don't know what they put in the water last night i don't know what you guys are drinking but last night was just the most i have i do not remember performing in front of an audience that had that kind of energy for that long and to the guy in the front row who who held his mouth shut bro i don't even know your name but when I saw that you were holding your mouth, he was holding his mouth shut on purpose because his jaw hurt so much from smiling and laughing. And I heard him go, like, and, his, and he was next to his wife, and his wife was like, what is wrong? You don't want to laugh? And he was like, I, I can't, if, I, if my jaw hurts so bad, but I can't. And she's like, you want to go? I can't. It's so funny. This is so funny, but I just can't laugh anymore. My, my stomach is hurting. My jaw is hurting. I just thought that that was... That was such a great feeling for me to live. It was amazing. I I, I loved it. I, I thank every single one. The Puerto Rican lady who who every time I did a Puerto Rican joke or talked about that and, and your man didn't understand and you would explain it to him. That was amazing. To the crazy group on the right, you guys were amazing. To the cops when I did the joke about the cops and the violence, you guys pulled out your badges. You guys let everybody know you were cops even though some of the stuff I was doing was pretty much anti the crazy cops. You guys were real enough to, to pull out your badges and show everybody that it was real. I, I just want to give uh, shout outs to, uh, I wish Cisco had been there so that he could uh, talk about how awesome the audience was. But Cisco yesterday uh, was doing a competition. It's, uh, I believe it's called the uh, Funniest Man in Florida competition that's going to, um, he passed on to the next phase and he is going to be in the finals on December at some point. I'm not sure when. But uh, wow, if, if, if my audiences keep um, not just growing, and, but, but with this same fervor and this same fire, I, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say other than, God, I, 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 I'm, I'm living the amazing life. And you know, through all the stuff that I've gone through, I knew that it would get to this again. I knew that it would be, I would be at a place where I, I would be feeling what I'm feeling now, this uh, enthusiasm, this fire this uh, fervor inside of me, this happiness, uh, this giddiness. I'm, I'm, I'm like a kid, man. I feel like I started doing stand-up and I'm, I'm beginning to do my first gigs. This is awesome. And yes, it, it's how I feel and how I want to feel and what I put out. But it's also you audiences. Uh, you're amazing. And I want um, I want everybody to listening to know that uh, I have up until now, if anybody puts hate on my website or if anybody puts hate on my Twitter, Instagram, whatever, I just leave it alone and let it be. But I'm in a different place. And I don't mind criticisms. And, you know, if you want to criticize me, that's fine. I don't care. You want to feel about me the way you do? I really don't care. There's forums for that. But you know what? If you put something hateful on my, uh, on any of my platforms, I I'm just going to block you. 
because a i don't pay attention to you um so it's not like i'm sitting there going i want to respond to this most people and most comedians i know would get if they got two responses and one of them um, you're the greatest you inspire me i love you so much and then they got somebody that put something hateful they would want to respond to the person with hate i want to respond to the person with love because i want to love i want to share that happiness that's where i want to be and i'm saying this for one reason because um i know that there's people trolling and if i have fans that are trolling and you want the reaction from me uh, just ask for it just say hey i would really appreciate it if you responded but if you put something negative, just because you think that I'm going to respond to it, I'm not. I'm actually going to block you. And if you're a real fan, you're going to be like, no, I was just kidding. I didn't mean it. I just want to get a reaction. Uh, you're going to have the opportunity to do that. So please ask for a reaction if you want it. If I read it and get to it, I promise I will react to it. Other than that, don't put anything because I will block it. Not a threat. Just don't want that on, just don't want that on my platforms anymore. Not where I want to be. Not what I need to be to, to, to be growing. You know what I mean? Terrorism shows itself in many ways. And yes, one extreme is blowing stuff up. But, you know, to terrorize somebody into not going to certain websites because you're going to talk to them or you're going to do this or you're going to do that or you're going to say negativity. You know what? It's a mildest form of, of terrorizing, causing fear in people. And so guess what? Um, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Not the way I want to live my life from this point on. Moving on, I am uh, going to go get Cisco now to continue the podcast. Uh, moving on. All right, so it's Saturday, and uh, I can't even talk about how shitty Real Madrid played. Uh, so all you Barca fans, uh, great. You have the right to say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, it was horrible. I couldn't even finish watching the game. It was just whatever. Uh, I got to be in a better frame of mind for this. So anyway, um, first of all, this weekend's shows have been fucking amazing. And on Thursday night, I actually had a dream. Now, it's very correlated to the new uh, season of uh, Heroes Reborn because I haven't watched a couple of episodes, of the last ones, but I know that there's, the last time I saw, there were two people, uh, these two brothers and sisters that were actually gonna save the world. And I actually had a dream that me and my sister uh, had to use our powers to save the world and I was flying and it was the coolest fucking dream I've I've had since I was a kid and those kind of dreams uh, just you know when you read up on dreams and subconscious and whatever it's it, it, supposedly they mean that you're just in a really good place you're free you feel like you can do anything you feel like you can fly you feel like you're a superhero you feel like anything can be accomplished and so uh, these weekend shows have just been I mean unbelievably phenomenal I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna bring in uh i'm gonna bring in cisco in a moment but i want to set this up uh so i had told cisco that that uh, not to do this competition it's called the florida's funniest comedian and only because he's been opening for me for about two years now and if he loses he has a lot to lose but if he wins he's supposed to win because he's on the road with me and yet um in, in, in an awesome way I'm really proud of him he actually joined the contest so instead of saying no fuck it you're right I'm gonna protect it he said no I'm gonna go out there and, and, and prove to myself that I can do it now during the week he actually did some um, 
some competitions and one of them he won and another one uh he lost to the 16 year old kid which i couldn't stop fucking him fucking with him because it's a 16 year old kid but i think that the dynamic of it is uh that they only had to do three minutes as a matter of fact you know what let me bring him in. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with uh, Cisco. So, before we get to everything, uh, let's talk about the first one you won. The first one on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that? It was. Uh, it was just the a regular competition. Uh, it was a regular competition. It was like uh, like twenty like twenty comics, and then uh, they win like a hundred bucks. It, you know, it wasn't nothing big. How, how much time did you have to do on that one? At three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah, three minutes on that one. Okay. And then, uh, so I won. So that you one. won that competition. And the kid who beat you was in that competition. He, he was in that competition. But I thought you said he did five minutes. No, it was three minutes. Thinking about it, it was three. So Everybody he did, did three, three on that one, but you beat him on the first day. Yeah, I beat him on that day. Now, what kind of audience was it? Uh, it was it was it was a mixed audience. Because it, it must uh, have been a different audience than the the one he won. Yeah, it was a mixed audience. It was uh, it was kind of an uh, an older audience, uh, some young people in there and stuff. I mean, I'd say there was about thirty, forty people there total. Okay, and this yeah. and the one that you didn't win, it had about uh, hundred and sixty people. And that was like very young, you know, very young people. Like what's very young? I'd say I'd say the age range was anywhere between twenty to thirty. Okay, so 20, 20 to 30 people. No, 20 to 30 years old. Oh, 20, 30 years of age. Yeah. Okay. And so my thing is, I mean, a 16-year-old kid has nothing to talk about. No. They, they just haven't lived enough. Yeah. And a mature audience would probably, you know, find it cool because I've been working with a kid, Drew Landry, since he was 16 years old. Yeah. But Drew is not cute. Drew is one of those comics that wants to be, you know, he wants to be one of those guys that gets into deep, deep stuff. And he talks about being bipolar. Yeah. And when he does well, people connect. But it's hard for him sometimes, especially when he was young, because he'd go up there, you know, and, and he would talk about high school and that he's 16 or 17. And my yeah. audience who, you know, their they're comedy savvy is pretty yeah. high. They see a lot of comedy. And uh, they just, you know, they've, they've made it hard on him, which is good, I think, because it's made him a better comic. Yeah, As a matter of fact, this next weekend, if you're in the Baltimore, D.C. area, I'm going to be up in Baltimore. Just go to carlosmencia.com and click on schedule or Facebook, whatever. But um, he's going to be opening uh, the show and you get to see him. Yeah. I got the feeling that this kid was just so cute and his jokes were kind of like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And it set up hard for you because... Once you leave the kind of club business that you're doing five, ten minutes, ten minutes, five minutes, you start writing jokes that are contrived. I have a joke. I, I checked it last night. The creepy chicken joke. Yeah. That joke can literally be 15 minutes long. Yeah. From the beginning to the up end. until the end, it literally can be 15 minutes long. Yeah. I cannot cut that piece up into three minutes. It's hysterical, by the way, yeah. when you see it like that. But did you run into that problem of not being able to condense I, your stuff you know what you wait you know what it does for me it's like fucking twitter i hate trying to be funny on twitter because i'm always 18 20 characters too long and then by the time i yeah. get rid of the 18 it's either not as funny as i wanted or the soul of what i was saying yeah. was gone and instead of it being something meaningful it just turns into a joke about an ugly person or yeah. whatever like i wanted to tweet something the other day because i saw somebody that was ugly and i'm in a different frame of mind I thought it was hysterical, but part of me 
was like, you know what? I would have felt sorry for that ugly person a long time ago, but now I don't because I know that no matter how fucking ugly you are, there's somebody that wants to fuck you. Yeah. Like there is somebody out there that will fuck you. It doesn't matter what you look like. doesn't matter what you sound like. Yeah. Doesn't matter. There's somebody out there that thinks you are the shit, that you're True. fucking hot. Like you got one leg shorter than the other and you want funny. There's somebody that respects that shit. And it's like, oh man, I've always wanted somebody that's like that. You have fire. You. I mean, there's just somebody out there for everybody. But there's got to be some soul to so I so anyway I wanted to say that and how funny yeah. it was but how I was trying to match who wants to fuck this person and then by the time right. it was like 20 minutes too long and then when I got rid of the tw 20 minutes 20 characters too long by the time I got rid of the characters it wasn't funny. It, yeah it was yeah. Well, it was funny but it was me being it's I sounded like a dick then yeah. then it was just like me saying you're fucking ugly but somebody wants to fuck you and it's it just it lost <laughs> its soul so. Yeah. Did, did you encounter something like that? Did, did it, it feel yeah, like that? What did like, it feel like to you? It, it did because it's like you, I can't do, like, my best jokes are way longer than three minutes. You know, like, I can't. So what, maybe you do have some short jokes. Did you choose I, to I do, do some jokes that were a little yeah, but too fucking long? But they're not, they're, you know, they're not like. But did you make the wrong choice? Looking I back. I don't think I made, I think I made the wrong material, choice. In material, in material. I think I made the wrong choice in where I placed it. I, you only had three minutes. I know. I just because I did two jokes. Okay. And I think one of the jokes I should have not done because it's a builder joke. Mm. And I think I, and everybody was killing with Cuban shit. So everybody was like, oh, highly of this, highly of that, Cuba this, Cuba that. And they were rocking it with that. Sure. So I was you like, you didn't do your Cuban shit? I didn't want to. Nice. I felt like I didn't have to. I respect that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but when like, in Rome and it's a competition, you, you, you know what? I get what you're saying, except. With three minutes, you should have gone with homers. I you should have done your sig, sig, sig. You should have done it. You should have. Yeah, it would have fucking. I know. I know, but but here's the thing: when you have three minutes, you don't have time to set stuff up. And I know yeah. that you're trying to, you know, trying to figure stuff out. But holy shit, I'm looking at breaking news, and there's a nurse from Paris that actually tried to save one of the bombers. Oh, jeez. That is. That's crazy. That's the most amazing thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Wow. A bomber who tried to kill them. And he, he tried, tried to, to help him. and revive them. That hey. shit, to see that, Humanity will still always alive. be terrorism. That will always be hate. That love will transcend. That yeah. beauty, I, I, I don't know what to say. You know, look, I, nothing on the level of what that guy did. But I'm really, really proud that through all the hate that I've gotten and get, from all the comics that I've got him from, I've never ever talked shit about him. Never put him on. You know, I I never ever hated back. I I'm I'm really proud of that. Not not to compare because yeah. somebody tries to kill you and they die and, and you try to revive them. Fuck, that's yeah. Jesus Christ, that's that's great. Holy shit, that makes me want to cry. That's just wow. Jeez, all right. Wow. So uh, so anyway, you so you you chose to do the wrong material. I yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You let your ego get like, in the way. I felt like everybody was doing it, and I didn't want to do it. No, I get it, but you should have done it just because it yeah. was a competition, and you only had three minutes, yeah. and you didn't have time to 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 build. You yeah. didn't have time to do your thing. You didn't yeah. have time to go. Like if it was back this like way. if it come was ten minutes. Way. If it was ten minutes, I feel like it would have been a totally different competition. I'm sure it would have. I'm sure it would have. You know, like the, like if I was there, I would have told you, dude, yeah. just hit hit hit. hit Here's what it is. You don't have time to warm up. Hit home runs. Yeah. Just hit home runs. 
Well, the finals is nine minutes each each comic. Yeah, but that's the finals of this one. Yeah. The one, the one the you one lost, lost was what? was three minutes. It's just yeah, and that minutes. was just one, just one competition. Yeah, just one competition. Yeah, so, yeah. but you're okay was, with it. Yeah, I'm fine. It's not. I mean, it's it's not. Now, a, what's this? It's not ahead. prestigious or anything like All that. Right, so, was, what's this other one that you did? The Florida's funniest. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they had the preliminaries, which is uh, now. Three, did you take first place in the semifinals? Uh, or they don't tell you. They that? don't really tell you, but you know they. Right. They kind of How was your set? It was great. I had a okay. great set. Um, I felt like it wasn't as strong as the, when I did the the previous round. Right. Uh, but it was very solid. It was you know like because we did everybody did five minutes, so it it you know I, I built the jokes. I had I did two jokes actually, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a very solid set. It was very good. It was there was no you know like there was no. Uh, I guess there wasn't no no loss of laughter. Like everybody, people had high laughters. Right. But then they would it would take a minute for them to come back and get another high laughter. So mine right. was consistent. Right. You know, like hitting like, hey, here it goes, here it goes. Right. You know, so that was uh, that's what I felt my set was way different than the uh, other So are you ready for are you ready for it? Uh I haven't really for thought the about finals? it yet. Because it's in two weeks. Okay. It's uh, it's on uh Wednesday the third. So you got you gotta do new material, you could do the same stuff you did on the I could previous. do the same stuff, but I'm not going to. I'm probably gonna end up doing uh some of the new shit that I've been doing. Okay. Uh, close it out with the regular shit, you know, the Xbox shit, and then uh, right. yeah, that's about it. All right, sounds good, man. We'll see. We'll we'll keep you guys posted. Uh, uh, how did how did this stuff affect you? What, What's what going you on? Uh, the Paris the bombings in the Paris and the whole thing. Um, I mean, like it hasn't really affected me too much. I mean, I, like I feel bad for them and everything, but it's just I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. Like I I haven't really. Cause it just it gets me sad. I don't really want to. You don't know, like thinking about sad shit. Nah, like, see, I, I I watch it because there's there were moments, man. There there's the moment of the of the guy who posted on Facebook that you know you killed my wife, but you're not gonna have my hate. So yeah. I'm gonna go and play with my son, yeah, or my kid, and I'm gonna go play and I'm gonna live and I'm gonna love and I'm not gonna hate you and he's not gonna hate you. Yeah, I think those this, That's this guy want. trying to revive. I mean. That's yeah. amazing. I, I I wrote a bunch of new shit, uh, and I've been doing it this this weekend. Just all written about that you saw. It. Yeah, it, it, it's it's killing, man. And uh, I might actually record it and uh, put it online for you guys, <clears throat> but I'm not sure because if it's material that I might do in the special, I'll, I might not put it out yet. But if it's not. Um, and I wish I could say, "Hey, come come to the shows tonight." I think the, the shows are sold out, and I don't even know how many tickets are left uh, for I, Sunday. But I, even I, even though this podcast would come out way after that anyway, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, for me, it's I, I I pay attention to that stuff because I, I love the way people laugh when you talk about shit that is real that just happened, and they're blown away by it. Yeah. Um, I I think that's awesome. Yeah, I agree. But because you see the look on people's faces of like, oh shit, I can't believe he's fucking, and they're laughing and they're having a great time, and and they're going through this moment where it's kind of like if you were in the audience, I would I would help you think about that stuff without it being so heavy. Yeah, like you're saying, it's sad, it's sad. There, there's a way to make it funny. There's a way. There's an angle to relieve stress, to 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 release that button so that people yeah. can laugh at what's going on. And, and as as horrible and tragic as it is, so I think that uh, that things like this give me the opportunity to shine in that way. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's, yeah, I agree. Now I was I was telling the audience that I that I just kind of felt like 
my thing, my my act, my performance has changed. I mean, ever since I started going, and I'm not asking. To, to listen, I'm not selling this to anybody, right? I I ever since I changed to basically a pescatarian diet, which means I'm a, I'm like a vegan, except for I eat fish, so I have no dairy, yeah. you know alcohol and none of this stuff but ever since i went there i have so much energy and another thing is my gerd went away yeah so gerd is gastroesophageal reflux disorder so if you've seen me recently i'm on stage and i'm i'll do three jokes yeah. and i'll cough to the side even now i don't have to do that anymore and so it has helped me because my pacing can go faster. Yeah. I don't have to stop for a joke or yeah. I can just go and go and go. And I don't know. What do you do? You think what, what what is your opinion on on what I think are the changes that have happened in my act in you know, the recent month or whatever? Oh, man, it's just your 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 energy is just on a different level. And it's just, you know, it's nonstop. And I, I feel like you're you're more clear head and you know where you're going. And, and it's just. You know, it's just, and not that you didn't know where you were going before, but it's just, I don't know, it just seems seamless now. Like, it just seems perfect. It's kind of hard to believe because I, I'm getting standing, I was getting situations before, I was killing before. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, whoa, whoa, fuck, you <laughs> went from shit. To, but it, it's amazing how even, you know, even at what you think is your best, there, there's still more somewhere. There's yeah. still a way to fucking make it better. There's, there's still more. a way to, 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 to push that shit. There's, there's, yeah. I've never had a perfect set. Yeah. Ever. Really? I never will. No. Because once I have a perfect set, I'll quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's hard to watch Kobe Bryant, you know what I mean, at, at the end yeah. of the career because you remember, like, the great times. The great stuff. So I, I would retire if I had a perfect set yeah. because I would want to achieve it every other time and know that I couldn't. I, I, there's always something I could have done better always and that yeah. that keeps me fresh that keeps me fired up but i'm also really fired up about the stuff i'm talking about again for some reason i actually feel the need to talk about the stuff yeah. i actually feel that it, it, like this weekend doing the stuff about you know about the terrorists and all this it, it's so interesting to me that i can i feel that the audience needs me to do that that the audience wants me to do that that the audience is like, please, just make that funny for us. Yeah. Make us go through this journey. Make us see this from a different light. Yeah. Give us a way to see this that's not just tragedy and horror and sadness. And when I do that, I feel like I'm I'm feeling that which I'm supposed to do. I feel yeah. like, you know, if, if you believe in God or the universe or whatever, we all have a gift. That's my gift. And I feel like I'm fulfilling and giving to the world and sharing with the world that which I, which I can do best, which is make that kind of stuff funny. That's awesome. Does that do you see that? No, of course. Like I'm telling you, dude. Lately, like I've, the last couple of weeks, it's just been like it's like a totally new new comic to me. Wow. Well, there you have it. I don't even know if I can continue. You know, I was gonna talk more about uh, the stuff that happened, um, but it's still developing. And and you know what? Gotta wait. It's only Saturday during the day. A couple of days more to go. I have no idea what's gonna happen. But for today. Um, to recap, man, um, Real Madrid lost. If I'm not mistaken, four to nothing. It was just fucking painful to watch. And with the players that we have, it's it's just it. You know, but but such is life. And I feel the pain of of them losing. Yeah, I have a life, so it's not that big of a deal. But you know, when they do win, um, then you know that that joy is something that I live as well. <coughs> I love feeling these moments. Because these moments of like, fuck, this sucks. We, 
we're horrible. I hated it. Make me feel good about the moments when we're like, yes, we yeah. won, we conquered. It's the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows. I, I I love that. I personally love that about life. I love looking out and seeing, you know, the, that that it's gonna rain as yeah. much as I love seeing the sun. It's a it's a beautiful thing, man. So, um, is there anything else you have to say about what, what's what's gone on with the no this week? No, I mean the, yesterday was an amazing show. Uh, two shows actually, so I felt really good about it. Uh, which is weird because I had like a dream about winning the competition. Which I don't do that. Which doesn't happen. You had a dream about winning the competition that yeah. you were at. Yeah, like they were like, "Oh, first place," and they called. Oh, me. really? Yeah, yeah. Was, That's good, man. That means yeah. that you really believe it. That means yeah. that your subconscious really believes it. Yeah. Jose want, wanted to know something about last night. What? Last night's second show, they uh, we had two people doing guest spots, and the uh, DJ didn't realize it or messed <laughs> up and introduced you, and then yeah. you just started the show, but you started doing a bunch of music shit. Yeah, and, and Jose was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> so what? 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 What's your thought just, when you do that? I don't know. It was just like I. Just but first like, of all, if you if you want to do that, you should tell Jose so yeah. that he could go well, up there the, and you can turn. I told that. the other DJ first, like because he you know, he already had the music, and then I don't know if he. But he didn't have all the other music. Yeah, That's the so, problem, and you know Jose does. So Jose yeah. was looking at no, it like, "Am I supposed the, to go up there?" He did have the music. He did have the music. No, when you started trying to do other music genre shit, he didn't have all that other stuff. Okay. No, yeah, he did. Cause he talked, we talked about it before the show. He didn't, he didn't play it. Yeah, he did. Which ones did he play? He had the the hip hop one. He had the and sync one. He had the. Indian no, he brought one. you to in sync. Yeah, but he had all the other ones. He had the what Indian, Indian one, one, the hip hop one. I didn't hear any Indian one. Yeah, he Hindu. Had, yeah, he had some, but it wasn't like Hindu. It was like you know, yeah. So it wasn't like Hindu Hindu, but it was kind of like it. So. Oh, so it wasn't had, Bollywood. I, I couldn't tell. I thought, yeah, I yeah. would have been listening. To, like, I have that yeah. shit. Yeah, he does. Gling, gling. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was just, I just wanted to have fun. You know, like, I, I felt like, I feel like every time I go on stage and I'm hosting a show or something, or I'm first. Right. It's, you know, they're, you know, I just wanted to loosen them up. It's a different dynamic. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, listen, everybody, if you are lacking in, in energy, man, and I'm selling no products whatsoever, um, if, if, and and I don't starve myself. I eat a lot. Yeah. I I'm not. I'm I'm losing weight. I'm I'm fit. I have energy to work out. Energy to do my shows. Energy to do this podcast. Um, you know, go go to a pescatarian Mediterranean diet, man, and try it for ten days or so, and see how it makes you feel, man. Do some research online. Figure it out. If energy is something that you want, and you don't have to wake up, I don't have to wake up in the morning. What do yeah. I have to wake up in the morning every single time and do? Uh, pee. No, you know. Wake up in the morning? But when I wake up in the morning and I go out and we got to do press, what's the first thing I do when I get oh, out of my room? Coffee. Coffee. When's yeah. the last time you saw me drink coffee? I haven't seen you drink coffee. Exactly. Before. When's the last time you saw me drink a five-hour? Not at all. You, you see what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. When's the last time I had to take a Red Bull before a show? Yeah. None, Nothing. None. Just killing it. Yeah. Just, so much just energy, music, everybody. Music and energy. Yeah, music and energy, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving it. It's on a whole nother level. Hey, listen, man. Um, we got more to do. This isn't the last one, or maybe it might be. Who knows? You guys out there, um, let's see what happens uh, in the next couple of days. And we'll go. Jose, you got anything to say? Yeah, Jose is good. Jose's got nothing to say. Nothing. What was that? Cool. Uh, and the next, uh, maybe we'll do this uh, tomorrow. And uh, Hopefully I feel better by then. Yeah, you, you don't feel good? No. Nah. All right, well, we hope he gets better. Um, Barca fans in Barca, uh, congrats, man. Congrats. Uh, my hat's off to you guys. You guys played an amazing game. Um, 
you 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 were awesome i i I sometimes wish I was a fan of your team because I love the way you play, but I'm not until so <laughs> it's never going to happen. But that being said, I, I will congratulate you on your win. La victoria es para ustedes a la Madrid. That's how I feel. All right, we'll talk later. Bye.